Raising kids is insane, man. <laughs> Especially when you care. I can see, you know, or, you know, when so much information is out now about, you know, you should be doing this and you should be doing that. And we're trying our best, man. Especially my wife, dude. She stays on the internet trying to, you know, see what's best for the kids. And we're trying to just fill that gap, dude. This is so much work. It's not like when we were growing up, you know, hey, here's a PlayStation or the Nintendo. Go sit down somewhere, you know? Yeah. Fuck them kids. <laughs> we was, yeah. Go to your room. Fuck them kids. Wow. You're still here? You love me. You really love me. You must love anger, depression, and sadness. Or maybe you like hearing two rookies do a podcast with no format, with stories that seemingly come from nowhere. Some may take offense to it. Well, we're doubling down because we know you're not going anywhere. Just look at the flowers, Lizzie. Welcome to season two of the Rando Podcast. And, as always, Tiggle Bitties. Welcome to the Rando Podcast. I'm Ian J. He's Cope 45. <laughs> Drinks from the old days. Drinks that we used to drink back in the club. Clubbing days. You remember that? I know you remember both of those. Yeah. We're here to, <laughs> here to talk about random things. Um, here's another one. Old English. Old E. Coke 45. St. Ives. Damn, we drank a lot of, back in the day. Mad Dog 2020. <laughs> Mad Dog. <laughs> the cheapest of the hardest liquor in on the planet. <laughs> Bro. <laughs> Random topic. Uh, then this isn't this this isn't the first topic. You remember? I was telling my wife about this. <laughs> you remember that when we used to go and party, and uh, it was one town over. I don't want to tell the the audience give any. Well, you know what? We were in the military. We were in the army. Well, you ain't got to tell we them that. I know. I know what town you're talking about. Okay, you know what town I'm talking about. Okay, so uh, you remember we were in the club. It was the, one of the most ghetto clubs we were. We've ever been in straight country, man. And uh, you were talking to a little lady. I was talking to one, and we thought we had it in the bag, man. We thought we we're gonna be great. And all of a sudden, I felt something warm on my shirt from her whispering in my ear, and she vomited on my shirt. You remember that? <laughs> I kind of, I kind of remember that, and I kind of don't remember that. But yeah, I kind of remember that. I remember you was mad as fuck. I know that. But I, yeah. Bro, I was- I was so mad. And here's the crazy part, audience. I got up and I was cussing. I was mad. Ian J was there. He was with me. I go in the bathroom to clean my shirt off. There's another dude throwing up in the bathroom. He gets done. I go in. I can't remember if I was throwing up or not, but you came in and you're like, what's going on, man? How come you were so toasted? (laughs) You didn't even know (laughs) that 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 lady had threw up on me. Damn. (laughs) You You was upset at me because I wasn't. I wasn't talking to her, and she was talking to her girlfriend. They were talking about going home. It was the funniest thing. Damn. <laughs> and that was 20 years ago. Yeah. I know you remember that. That's crazy, man. That That okay. is crazy. We used to party all the fucking time, man. There was so many stories of uh, of everything, man. I mean, I can just tell stories. I can't really think of nothing. Okay. One time we went out, and then we went to this club. And uh, we had just got this CD, this uh, CD. So we went to the mall. I think we got it from the mall. Remember when we got Big Timer CD? Oh, yeah. Yes. I I don't know. I don't know who got it. I think you bought it or something. 
I think I was I was riding with you. I knew I was riding with you. So we we uh and big time is at this time. This is like Manny Fresh and you know where you hear Juvenile and Lil Wayne and all that. They came from the group Big Timers. It was like two guys. So anyway, these guys made this CD that was so futuristic because it had so many different sounds on it. It was like they they took all their money that they had uh, from the record deal. They bought this keyboard that was like a 20 grand keyboard that had all these new sounds in it. So we got the CD like the first day it came out. So it was so different. We didn't kind of like it at first. You remember that? Oh yeah, I remember and then that. We yeah, kinda yeah. Liked I it that. after that. Yeah, it had to kind of grow. On you. Yeah, yeah, it was so yeah. different. Then yeah, we went to the club. I remember. I remember going to the club, and then the club was so packed that they weren't letting people in. So it was like a long line of people in front of the club, and uh, and so so we were outside, just sit, hanging outside. And then we see these people coming out of the club with a ripped shirt up. I mean, like uh, one guy's shirt was ripped up and um, they were fighting. And oh, I yeah, and so yeah. it was like, I don't know why when you're young, you want to go see a fight. So we wanted this. I wanted to see the fight. And then he was like, no, nah, man, let's go, man. <laughs> what did you, you say your looking name is again? <laughs> E and J. I mean, wait, I mean J, right? Are you? Oh, mad, mad dog. Oh, you mad, man, you mad, mad dog. dog. <laughs> so mad dog was like, nah, man, let's go, man. And then I still wanted to stay. And then the guy comes out. I'm drunk, and I think Mad Dog was like not that drunk. So he like actually <laughs> saw what was happening. So the I guy goes past uh, um, Mad Dog's car. And goes his car to his trunk. So when he was going to the trunk, Mad Dog was like, get in the car. (laughs) And then I was still kind of dazed. And then so I got in the car and then we took off. And uh, all of a sudden we hear, you remember that? Oh, yeah. (laughs) Remember, we we actually passed the police on the way out. (laughs) And then, that, then we put in a big time a CD. We just we just chilled and rolled out. It was funny. It was crazy. That was that was one of the uh, things I remember. There's so many different club situations. Yeah, man. Yeah, I remember, dude. I remember that night. I was sitting in the truck because I had an old pickup uh, lowrider, and you were you you was just hell bent on getting in the club. Because yeah, you're right. Nobody was going in, but here comes this dude. He's like, oh, hell no, nah, hell no. Nah. And he was going, and I knew exactly where he was going to, man. I knew exactly what was going to happen. <laughs> and I was like, E&J, man, time to go, time to go. <laughs> and you just like, no, nah, man, no, nah, man, we got to see what's going on. I was like, get in the truck, man. And he, I shit you not, it was like a 90s, like, South Central movie. He went to his truck, he popped it, he had a shotgun, and he went right back in. And we pulled out, and we just left, man. Yeah. Dude, do you remember that time we were going to Freaknik in Atlanta and you reserved the hotel and we got there. We partied that whole day and uh, it was time to go to the hotel and we went there and they were like, uh, sorry, sold out. You remember that? Yeah, I think and so. And we had to like ride around for two days. It was the craziest. Yeah. <laughs> I remember I remember we went to a club in Atlanta and I probably shouldn't even be telling all this stuff, but I'm going to tell the world this stuff. 
Okay, so we went to this club in Atlanta, and we get in the club, and it's the most hood club ever. It had they had house speakers in there on the ground, <laughs> and then so we were, and the club was lame. There was nobody in there. We was like, man, man, this is crazy. So then we was like, all right, man, I got we, let's uh, let's go to the bathroom. And you know what? This is this for the audience. This is the height of what Atlanta like. You, you're talking Outkast, Goody Mob, that era. Like Ludacris just came out that era of Atlanta when it was still growing and was awesome. Yeah, like you would go there and it wouldn't be no telling what you run into, and it wasn't bad. You just you just have a lot of ghetto places, and not ghetto isn't like you get get shot. It's just like ghetto is like. You were saying like you walk in and there's house speakers on the ground. Yeah, it was get it was ghetto like that, and and uh, I I kind of smoked a little bit, even though I was <laughs> in the military. I still still I tried to drink and not smoke weed because when I before I went in the military, I was just smoking weed. Then when I went in the military, I stopped smoking weed and just drink, you know, drank. Mm-hmm. So Mad Dog did not smoke weed. So we went back into the uh, bathroom area, and I remember it was it was one door. I guess it was female door and a male door. Anyway, the door was locked or something like that. So in this room were chairs all around the wall. So oh man, I remember. You remember this? Oh yeah. So, <laughs> so I sit down at the chair, and uh, Mad Dog sits by me. We're sitting there. All of a sudden. A bag of weed pops up, and I'm like, "What the fuck?" There's a bag of who? So the guy starts. You remember this? So then the guy starts rolling the weed, rolling the uh, blunt. So we're sitting there. I'm sitting. We're waiting for it. I'm, we're thinking that the bathroom is just packed, and we're just waiting on the bathroom. All of a sudden, the weed comes to me like the blunt is like going like chair to chair to chair. So the so I get the blunt and I start. Okay, I'll go ahead and smoke it. So I smoke it. (laughs) I smoke the blunt. And then all of a sudden, another blunt comes. Somebody else is rolling (laughs) weed. And man, we sat in that back and and I smoked and smoked. And then when I left, I started crying because it was so beautiful. Like it was. I remember that. (laughs) It was. Because I was was like, where's this dude at? He went to the bathroom like, where's this dude at? You know, I was like, man, should I just bust up in there? And right about that time, that's when you came out. <laughs> it was so beautiful of like the com- uh, camaraderie of people that it. I mean, I had to cry because it was like the best thing in the world. I've never seen love like that. That was like <laughs> it was strangers and they were just passing weed around everybody was smoking everybody was high everybody was happy when we left that club that night i was so fucking i didn't want to leave i was like man man. (laughs) you were baked and it's the craziest thing because i sat up there what was i doing i think i was just drinking and just watching tv hanging out and i was like where's this dude at and i seriously thought you had got like jumped or something in the back and i was like you know what i'm gonna just have to just take his hell man let me go back here and see what's going on and that's when you walked out it was just crazy man crazy yeah you were in the car crying that was <laughs> hilarious bro hilarious it was so beautiful man damn that shit was beautiful <laughs> <laughs> oh man dude
Yeah, and then uh, what else? What was another time? Um, <laughs> I can't think of no, no other crazy. Oh, yeah, one time, one time, me <laughs> and Mad Dog got so drunk, right? And uh, and me, we were, me, huh? you the best driver when we drunk. <laughs> <laughs> let me just put that out there, man. I can't drive, but you can. <laughs> Yeah, so that you know, I I don't drink now. Like I don't drink now, but I used to be able to drink, drive. I, okay, this is terrible, but I used to drive because there was no Uber back then. You just had to get in your car and drive. So, so we'd be drunk, right? And then one day we were drunk as fuck, and uh, so anyway, we were out. We were drunk. Then we get back to my room. And we're waking up in the morning, and then we were like, "How the fuck did we get here?" Yeah, I remember. <laughs> and, and then, and then, and then, Mad Dog was was panicking because he drove, and he was like, "Man, how the hell we get here?" And then he was like, "Where's my car at?" And then I was like, "I look out the window, and the car was there." It was all up on the curb, though, all everywhere. <laughs> and then I was like, yeah, there it is right there. <laughs> the military installation at that. Yeah. I don't know how we got in the gate. Man. man. I have no clue. I remember one time, I think this is when we first started drinking, where we got so, well, you got toasted. I remember that, man, drunk. Drunk as hell, driving in the in the gate. I'm driving my truck. You're in the you're in the passenger seat, and you was leaned over my stick shift, and I was like, "Hey man, we're going in the gate. Put on the seatbelt." You put on the seatbelt, and you went back to the same damn position. <laughs> so the seatbelt <laughs> was extended behind you, <laughs> and the gate guard he grabbed the IDs. He looked at it. He just shook his head and gave it back. Oh shit! <laughs> I remember. It was so funny, man. I was like, yeah, we're going to get arrested. <laughs> but the dude, just, he handed me the ID. He just shook his head. He's like, all right, man, just go. Yeah, just go. man, it was crazy, man. It was like work, yeah. go out, get drunk. That was what it was. It was crazy. Every weekend, man, you're talking like, you know, that one town over or Atlanta or hell, your hometown, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Just, yeah. If it was a four day, we hit your hometown, you know, it's, ah, man, it was great, man. Yeah, man, that was like, and it was always good. It was not, you know, I don't know how people party now, but it was always good. It wasn't nothing ever too crazy, but it was like right. fun. You know what I'm saying? It was just, it was just fun. Dude, do you remember that time we went to that strip club in, in that military town? Yeah. And uh, we walked in. And it, it was a no. Matter of fact, it was a, it was just a regular club, but it had a strip show going on. Yeah. And and we walked in, man. And we're like, oh, okay, these girls, all right, they bought a you know a four or five or whatever. And uh, this chick came out and she she grabbed a bot a gallon of milk. You remember that? Yeah, and they had a and plastic black it all, plastic bag on, and we sitting there watching it. <laughs> and then they started like they started like taking out dildos and just doing all types of crazy shit. And you remember the police came in? <laughs> and then we was all sitting in there and it was freeze. <laughs> there was like an undercover cop in there watching too. And we and they busted the place. It was like we was in it. We was in it when they were busting. <laughs> I remember that, man. I was like, I could not believe that happened. 
Yeah, and they, I mean, they were getting so freaky. And we was like, is this legal? I mean, can you have this at the damn strip joint? I mean, they're doing everything. It's crazy. And then, <laughs> I was like, when she did that, I was like, we don't need to go to Atlanta no more. If, 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 if we got it like this, we don't need to go to Atlanta. And that's when the policeman came. Yeah. And they busted in the dude behind us freeze. I was like, what is going on? This is crazy. I remember that, man. Yeah, so oh, the crazy man. part is it sounds like we just imagined this shit to now you say it and then I say it. And we know it was real, but it's crazy. <laughs> we went through some crazy stuff. We went one time to this place. I can't tell you the whole story, but because it'll incriminate us. But we went to this place and they had these strippers in there. So they had about five girls it wasn't even a strip club it was a club and then the girls was dancing at the end like strippers and then we were like people were like throwing money at them so then there was this ugly girl oh she was yeah a damn, i'm not gonna tell the whole story but she's a she was a monster i mean she was you know and i'm not trying to be mean or anything but she was like she was a mutt. She, she, I mean, she was she, <laughs> she was she, damn, she was scary. But her body, she was a one in the face, and her body was a straight nine. Yes, right. Yes. So we were like, th- everybody was throwing money at the girls. Hello. So yeah, you hear me? Can you hear me? Yeah, yeah, I'm good. Keep going. Oh, okay. So, so yeah, yeah you know, going. I'm kind of an a- asshole, and and funny at the same time sometimes. So. So everybody, we were cool with everybody. I don't know why we were like cool always with everybody. So we had like a bunch of people we were cool with. So I pulled out some change and then we started throwing change at the ugly girl. Right? You still there? Yeah. <laughs> and so so we started throwing money. So started throwing change at the ugly girl. And then the more I started drinking. You was ruthless, dude. Yeah. <laughs> so, so the more we started drinking, she started looking better. <coughs> So then I was like, let me get your number. And she gave me a number oh, and man. everything. And uh, so she used to come and visit me, right? <laughs> I'll give you a little bit. So so I would I would have to go, because I stayed upstairs. So I would have to go upstairs and check the hallways to make sure nobody's looking <laughs> before I brought her up. Because... <laughs> I'm telling you, she was scary looking. So, <laughs> so, so I was sneaking in because I thought I had a girlfriend or something. You know, I had to play it off. And then I said, "Wait in the car, let me look." So I go up <laughs> and look, and then I bring her up. You know, and and uh, <laughs> and talk and talk. Yeah, and talk in the room and stuff. You know, do some. You know. But it was crazy, and um, <laughs> let's. I remember her, man. Yeah, let's get to the topics. <laughs> we can really. <laughs> People are like exiting right now. <laughs> like, get off this. <laughs> you know what that is, don't you? That's the new Sony PlayStation. Oh, nicey, nice, Mistress Sophia. May I have one, please? No. So, did you see the NBA trailer? About the uh, PS5, the NBA Bro, game trailer. Let me, I know you got to tell the story, but let me tell you this about that. Let me tell you how, how crazy it was. I was scrolling through my timeline. I seen, uh, what's his name? I forget his name. Let me see. Uh, Zion. Zion Williams. 
in my timeline. And I'm like, okay, Zion Williams, NBA playoffs going on right now. I keep going. And then I'm like, wait a second. Zion isn't even in the playoffs this year. So I scroll back, and it's a PS5 trailer for NBA 2K. That's how real it looked, where I'm like, if I'm just scrolling, it looks real as hell. But if I stop and actually sit there and look at the whole video, then you're like, oh, wait. Man, bro, it, it's, it's, it's getting it's scary. Getting, it's yeah. getting back to the deep fake thing now, man. It's getting there, man. That I don't know. I don't. I don't play basketball. I don't watch basketball. And my sport, which is UFC, UFC, we already have a new game, so it we don't have no PS5 game yet. So I don't. So, but I, but I was, but I was reading up on this, and they said that um <clears throat> that the arena has more than 150 unique AI-driven characters in the stands. So they said the people in the stands are going to have just as much details as the actual players. (laughs) That is insane. Yeah. Yeah. Then they said that uh, you can control your dribbling because I know that's like the hot thing for for people who play basketball is the dribbling and and faking one way and going the other way and and making a person break their ankles and all that stuff. You know what I'm talking about? Oh, yeah. So they have it now where you can control the dribbling speed based on the speed of you flicking the stick. So you can go slow with the stick and almost go in slow motion. Bro. Yep. So it looks like there's going to be a lot of people breaking sticks. (laughs) (laughs) And I bet you those controllers are probably going to be like $100. Oh, yeah, 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 just from the triggers alone, man. Yeah, and you're sitting there just busting them triggers up. Yeah, man. I showed my wife, and she was just like, and? And I was like, this is this is a video game. She was like, what? That's how real it looked. Yeah. That is crazy, They said man. that lighting like, makes a big difference, that ray tracing. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. They, they said it was all lighting. Like, the the it could look like that from PS4, but the lighting engine, they couldn't support it. The graphics card couldn't support it. Mm-hmm. So I'm, I'm like, how... How are other like in it the games you play, how are they gonna look? You know, ultimate fighting and how are they gonna look? That's gonna be crazy. Yeah, it looks good now and it plays good. Um, so I can't imagine. And now it's so much you have to kinda learn, right? Because it's almost like you go you have to go to school. You have to just play, play, then you have to go on YouTube and watch videos of people who are good and then they teach you tips. Then you got to go on and practice. You know, every time I play UFC, I got to go on. I got to, because I haven't played all the characters yet. There's a bunch of people on there. So what I have to do is I have to practice. So I have to go and practice in this like practice room and play first. And then I play online. So I got every time I log on, I have to practice first and then play online. And then when I learn something from YouTube video, I have to go in there and practice what I learned. That's how deep <laughs> controls now are on games. Oh, yeah. yeah. And, and, and the buttons haven't changed that much, right? It's just the combinations of them. Yeah, the combinations and what you got to do. Sometimes you, you got to push L, L2, L1, I mean L2, L1, R1 at the same time to do something. That's insane, man. I don't have that many fingers, first yeah. of all. You got to be nimble. You got to, and the only thing that saves me is now I can play a game being older because I played games so much when I was a kid. But if I was like a, just a adult that don't know how to play games, I, I would never be able to get into it. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. There's no way you could, 
that's the crazy part. There's no way you can jump into a serious game right now, especially a genre. If you're older, if you're, I want to say 30 and above, there's no way you can jump into first person shooters and be really good. There's no way you can jump into a UFC game and be really or, or be decent or Madden there's or no, something like that. If you're just Madden 2K, there's no way I haven't played 2K. I haven't played Madden in probably 10 years. There's no way I can jump into Madden right now. Yeah, I'll get my ass kicked. Yeah, the there's no controls way. are so advanced and so many things you could do on there because they just released Madden, the last exactly. Madden. So you and it's deep too. So. It, yeah. And and have you heard of a uh, EA Play? Yeah. yeah. We should be pushing like product placement, I guess. But EA Play is like thirty dollars a year, and you get all the games EA push out day one. Yeah. So it's a it's a good deal, but I'm still on the fence about it. If that makes sense. But getting back to the game, so but yeah, man, it's it's I don't know, man. I, Battlefield, all those games that they push out. You if you're thirty or above, thirty five and above, there's no way you can jump into it, unless that's all you're doing. Mm. There's no way you could be good. Yes, yeah, some, no some games are overwhelming. Yes, yeah, they they have something called a, a games as a service. It's like a Destiny, Destiny Two, where they set up on weekly, you know, um, rewards or whatever. You can only go in certain days and fight a certain boss, and it kind of takes over your whole calendar. Where you can sit down with a calendar and go, you know, on the first I got to go get this sword, on the second I got to go get parts for this armor. So it's a weird mm-hmm. thing now, man. I don't know. I, on on don't games know. now. I have to get a notebook. I got a notebook by my by my um, TV that when I get a game, I actually got to write down, okay, O does this, triangle does this, you know what I'm saying, and refer back to it. And it may take me, now when you play a game, when we were kids, you can play a game and, and learn how to play it in two, three, four minutes. I could just show you real quick how to play it and you can play it. But now you have to just learn. You have to, it, it might take you a day of playing to get acquainted with the controls. Yep. Yep. I, and, you know, I play my favorite game right now is, uh, well, you know, I guess of the last couple of years is Monster Hunter. You're talking 14 weapons. So there's 14 ways to play. You're talking 100 monsters. So there's 14 times 100 ways of approaching this monster. And I'm just like you, man. I got to get on YouTube. And, and this is after using all the weapons, right? Like if I use a long sword, that's one way you got to take down a monster in a very specific way. You can go to great sword, which is another way. Well, have I... If I haven't played Greatsword in months, I got to go back and learn how to use it again. Mm-hmm. It is the craziest thing. And, and it's just like what we were just talking about. Like on Mondays, I can log in. If I kill a certain monster, I'll get these certain rewards that I need for another sword or another piece of armor. It, it's, it could easily take over your life. And I think they do it like that on purpose. Yeah, it just consumes you now. It's like, well, everything is based on attention. They want your attention on stuff. They want you to right. do stuff 24 hours a day playing that one game. They really want your attention. But I, um, one thing that I guess saved me playing games is when I was young, I always look for everything on the game. Like I always want to play a game 100%. So when I go into a game, I never shortcut it. I looked in every corner of the game to find like extras and extra equipment, you know what I'm saying, or, or extra chests to open up. So I always looked and all, all that and and because now we're always with games when you get more stuff it's easier to get through the game because you have more powers or whatever you know what I'm saying. So right, what right. I do now is I look I try to rank up my guy or if I'm playing one player I try to rank them up and try to find what works for me and then I just use what works for me. I don't try to learn right. everything. 
I just try to learn just enough so I can get through the game and be competitive. Right. It's 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 weird. It's it's like they almost expect you to go through every avenue. And I'm I'm right there with you. Like Monster Hunter, I have my favorite weapon and I pretty much stay with it through a hundred plus monsters. I'm not gonna change. Exactly. I might change I might upgrade the sword or get a different sword in that class, but I'm not gonna be like, I need to try all fourteen at all the time. Right. Like who has that time, man? Right. I don't know. It's I still love gaming, man, but it's getting really complicated right now. Super complicated. Yeah, that's why I just play one game now. You see me play one game, and I play I play one online game and one uh, offline game, one player game, and that's it, man. I got games still in the wrapper, man. I just try to play one game at a time because it's too much. And you know what? That's why I stick to PlayStation. They have where I can go online. Yeah, I can get some randos pun intended yeah get some randos where i can you know team up with three other people on monster hunter go kill three or four monsters get them the money and rewards make my armor or whatever and then you know what i'm going to god of war yeah. i'm going to play god of war for the next six hours yeah because it's just me game i don't have to do everything the story's good enough you get what i'm saying yeah yeah, yeah. that one's a little easier because if you get a good if you get good stuff you can you can go through the game on that one you can get all the way through it yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I know what you're saying, man. I, that's what I do. I play one player game. I got Xbox and PlayStation. I always try to get all the machines, just because if a game comes out that I really want, um, well, it used to be that way, but now they make them for all systems. But at first, you you can like Xbox will come out with exclusive game, which they still have a few of them. PlayStation will come out with their exclusive game, so you have to have both systems. But now. The reason I have both systems is because if I see a game that's seven dollars on um on Xbox and it's twenty dollars on PlayStation, I'm just gonna get it for the Xbox because I'm a right. conscious, a price conscious person. Now I only buy games when they go on sale. Right. No more full price for a game shit. Yeah, and that's something I learned this generation too, where it's like, man, I gotta have you know Spider Man when Spider Man came out. Have you played that? Yeah, but see, yeah, man, I didn't. I, I didn't buy Spider Man until it was twenty dollars. Exactly. I. I'm like, man, I got to have God of War day one. I got to have Spider-Man day one. And I'm like, you know, six or seven months down the road, they're 20 bucks yeah. or lower. Yeah. So I'm like, man, you know what? With this PS5, number one, I'm not getting a day one. I might wait a year to get it because all my games that I have are going to play on PS5. Yeah. Number two, I'm going to keep my PlayStation uh, subscription because usually what happens six to eight months down the road, those I can get them. The brand new game, like God of War, uh, Ragnarok's coming out. Mm-hmm. Well, at eight months after the fact, it's gonna be seven or eight bucks. Yeah. So why not? Or free on PS Plus. Or so, you, or you wait to um, November, or you wait to when the, there's a big sale. You know, like uh, like um, when uh, Black Friday comes. You know, fifty dollar games are gonna be twenty dollars. So you buy two or three of them. Exactly. Exactly. All those 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 high end games that are, I mean, God of War. I'd pay full price for them. Again, you know, it's that's it game's amazing, right. but over the long haul, like you're talking 10, 20 games that were awesome on PS4 that I know are getting a sequel on PS5. So I'm just gonna wait, man. I'm just gonna wait. Yeah, it, it's huh? it, just PS5, man. I'm just gonna I'm gonna wait to get that. It, it comes out what? This November? I might wait till next November to get it. Honestly. Yeah, I'm gonna wait. I mean, I, if if I get the extra money and I just buy it, I buy it. But I, it's not a big deal for me now. I got enough games to play now. 
But, you know, when we were kids, we would do that. You know, you, we would go to GameStop the day when it's released because a lot of times GameStop used to stay open at like 12 o'clock when the uh, new games released. And you would sit out that. in a line and wait for the yep. game to get home so you can be competitive. So you can get <laughs> in, get online, and be the first one playing online so you get better than everybody. Yep, yep. And it's, it's sort of that same way now, but... I just don't have the need to do that. Like, if I get on and I play a game like Overwatch and I'm losing, I might, if I lose, you know, six or seven rounds in a row, I'll quit. And then the next day I'll get on and win six or seven rounds. It's just, yeah. it's not, you know, What's different I'm not doing now. it for money. It's different now because you got YouTube. When we were kids, we didn't have that. So we can, we had to buy books that, that, um, <laughs> Dude, I that, that. Yeah. that did tips and tricks. You, you used to have to buy a book that told you walkthroughs. If oh, you're yeah. a gamer, you know what a walkthrough is. It taught you walkthroughs and tips on that game. You had to buy a book for it. And you know how much that book was? About $30. $30. So nobody <laughs> bought that damn book. So you would never buy that damn book. And we couldn't afford it so we wouldn't buy the book so we would try to borrow it from a friend or something like that or if a friend knew the codes and knew that mortal kombat for instance you, you they didn't tell you the fatalities you had to learn that outside through a book oh, man so you had to either find a friend that knew the fatalities you know but now you can just go on youtube and and learn everything yeah yeah you're uh seeing street fighter for the first time mm-hmm. and not knowing any of the moves and hanging out in arcades learning the special move. Yeah, you would have to find the dude that's sitting on a machine for two hours, beating everybody, and then hope he would train you and show you how to do a few moves. Yep, yeah. And you know what? That gets back to, and this is probably left field, but whatever. Rando, right? If I ever come across... (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. RandoLife.com. But if I ever run into, you know, disposable income, like a hundred or two hundred thousand, I would open up an old school, sweaty ass, nasty arcade. I've always wanted to do that. People will go there, man. Mm-hmm. People will go. When I when I lived in Tennessee, we had one in the mall. This was not even a year ago. No, this is probably a year a year ago. Uh, dude had an arcade in the mall. Literally, you know, you had Street Fighter, you had old, you know, you had pro wrestling, old NES games on arcade ca- cabinets. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, you had, you know, Ten Yard Fight, freaking Samurai Showdown, all those in an arcade. And what you do is you go in and you pay for time. You don't necessarily pay for quarters. You just pay ten bucks an hour, and you put down ten dollars and you go in and you play any game you want. And I want something like that, just for you know, just for me, man, like. Me too. I know you. Me too. I know you remember uh, Showboat. Yeah, yeah. We used to go there like every Friday night before the club, play pool, play you know Street Fighter three or two or whatever, play some Mortal Kombat. Everybody used to get, go there. It, it was like prep, you know. You go there, you play a shitload of games for hours, hours, man. We used to get off of work at what three thirty, four o'clock on Fridays. Yeah. Hang up there until nine, ten o'clock. Go home, shower, go to the club. So you'd be there for, you know, four or five hours playing video games, shooting pool, and then you'd go to the club after that, man. And it, it was great, dude. It was awesome. It, you know, the thing is, it will work now because I thought of that idea as far as doing like one in my area. But and the, and, the, and the upkeep is not that bad. Once you have the machines, you just have to keep the machines going. But, um, right. but now they have the big ones, you know, uh, uh, Stars and Stripes. I don't know if that's everywhere. Um, uh, what's the other one? Uh, um, Dave and Buster's. 
But those oh, yeah. aren't real arcades because you can't just go in there and play for a long time because the games are short. It pisses you off if you're a real gamer. It's really for the casual gamers. Yeah, it feels like uh, Dave & Buster's feels like a franchise type. I'm talking about like a hometown. You know what I'm saying? You go in there, you put your quarter up, mm-hmm. and that's how you know you head next. Mm-hmm. Not like you go in and you get a card and you swipe your card and you shoot aliens. And, yeah, and the games you know, are not even real games. They're like weird games. They're not no real right. games. Right, Yeah, right. and you can only play for like 20 seconds. Right, right. But when you yep. when we went to the arcade, we could play. If you were good, you can sit on a machine. Yep. You, you can just yep. keep playing. You can play through all the... If you play Street Fighter at an arcade, and you play one player, you can literally play through the whole game. Yep, and you can flip it. You remember that? Mm-hmm. You Flipping in old school gamer terms is you beat it, and it gives you credits to start over. Mm-hmm. And it gets harder as it as you keep flipping the game. Mm-hmm. I remember that, dude. Yep, you had yeah, penny man. machines, you had dimes, quarters. The good games had a dollar. I mean, that was fun, though, but it will work right now if you geared it towards adults. Kids yes. can go in there and play, too. But you would have to have like alcohol, you know what I'm saying? You go mm-hmm. there, you fucking get on the machines. They got new games, you know, real popular games, maybe an arcade mode of the game. And then like you might be able to go in there and play Madden on the arcade mode or something. You know what I'm saying? And then you got the old school what, games. Yep. And what, and what about like tournament? Uh, tournament. Oh, God. Tournaments. Yeah. The tournaments like, is massive. Yeah, man. And you have legit prize money or some kind of, hey, you know, whoever wins this gets 200, you know, free credits or whatever. You know. It, yeah. Real, oh, real prize. Because that's another thing, too. That damn Dave and Buster's, man, you'll spend, you'll spend to get a PlayStation or to get a system, you're going to spend about $5,000 Yep. trying to get them down uh, coins or whatever. The, the the tickets. Yeah, whatever. Now it's all digital, too. You can get the digital stuff. Man, it take you forever. Man, I, I went yep. the first time I went to Dave & Buster's and actually played for a while was not too long ago. Um, we got There's one in Columbia, South Carolina I went to. And, man, by the end of... T- Playing eighty dollars worth of, of of games or fifty dollars worth of games, man, I only could buy like a candy bar <laughs> after all the points that we had, you know. So yeah, if you can like have real prizes, yeah, people would look at that man and go, I, I don't know, man. I don't, you remember uh, too? I don't know if you remember. I don't know if it was there after you moved away, but uh, there was a dude in town. He died probably ten or twelve years ago. There was a dude in town that you can take your game to. It, he had a comic book store. He could trade it for a dollar. So you go in with, you know, Mario 3, and if you wanted, you know, uh, Mario 2 or you wanted, you know, Battletoads, you give him a dollar, and he literally would take the dollar and give you that game. Yeah. He'd trade you out. You remember that? Yeah. Yeah, it was like a glass display, and then uh, yep. and then they had, you can go in there and get used games and all that stuff. Yeah, I remember that, dude. And, and yeah, he passed away probably 12 years ago. Hmm. Yeah. And it was like, man, dude, that, that's the type of stuff that that, that hometown feel in with us specifically, I think, with video games. That kind of, you know, was cool, man. It was a cool thing to do. But that feeling... That kind of went away. That feeling will hit everybody now. Like, it, it's exciting if you go into a place and there's a bunch of machines in there. Yep. You know, in that environment. But you really don't even need that much room. If you had a place downtown, you had it, and you just had 80 games in there. It will just be breathtaking. You walk in, there's all these fucking games. Yep. 
Yeah, and you and you start from the beginning, and you you're walking through, you know, uh, Space Invaders, and you might end with, you know, an arcade Mario Kart or something crazy that you've never seen or thought to be in, in an arcade, you know. And in the middle, you had, you know, uh, uh, Mortal Kombat, you know, the part one, the ones that we saw. Yeah, growing up, the the the, yeah. the top games. Yep. 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 That would be cool, man. Yeah. So if anybody want to invest, just. Uh, <laughs> Donate us about a hundred thousand dollars, two hundred thousand, maybe. That's all and we need. You, I I can get if, it done under a hundred thousand. And if you take our idea, we're just gonna sue you for a hundred thousand. <laughs> so have it your we, way. We're gonna sue the hell out of you, <laughs> <laughs> and we're gonna call it cancel arcade. I do not understand American workers. They come five minutes late, leave two minutes early. They stay home when they are sick. They put themselves above company. Well, you seem to feel the same way as they do. Okay, excuse me, but explain something to me. When this was an American factory, production was up 10% higher than it is with you guys. Now, explain that to me. 10%? Yeah. In Japan, the production in same size factory is 40% higher. With superior quality. Tesla, you heard about Tesla quality control issues now? No, uh-uh. So, I think I told you I love Tesla. That's the only car... I, I want to buy, you know, like, you know, I'm frugal. So if I had $130,000, I would give it to Tesla to buy a car. So that way I don't have to buy no more cars. And I would drive the shit out of that fucking car. I would drive <laughs> you, that car for you many years. You're lying because that car would drive itself. Yeah. Yeah. So <laughs> that's the reason I want it is because I want a Model X or a Roadster. Model X is about 130. Roadster is about 250. So I can sleep. I mean, that's what I want. I need to be able to sleep in there and just relax. And it self-parks and it self-drives. So <laughs> anyway, um, here's the headline. I looked up and the roof was gone. California. <laughs> yeah, I looked. Wait, wait, a convertible or like a, it sounds like a, a wrap. It's a convertible. Bar. You're right. So a California family says that they were driving their new Tesla Model Y home when the roof blew off. <laughs> so the roof just blowed completely off. Now the Y is a, um, like a small crossover. So the Chen family were driving one day and their Tesla Y model crossover that they just bought that morning, the roof blew off of it. So it turned into, <laughs> it turned into a convertible on the way home. <laughs> It does everything for you. So the guy's a cardiologist in Stockton. He, he had a heart attack. Yeah, but he—that's what I'm saying. He had—he had to be a good cardiologist because he didn't have a heart attack. So, <laughs> I mean, anything that will stop your heart would probably be your roof coming off your fucking car when you're driving it. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And then the car behind you's like, you know, bro. I've read, I, actually, you know what, I, there's a YouTube uh, YouTuber I follow, MKHBD dude, mm -hmm. uh, black guy with a mohawk, and he's super tech, you know, that's his, that's his shtick, but he's talked about Tesla's uh, quality control issues, right? and he's talking about like door panels and mirrors, how they don't line up sometimes, and just... I thought he was like more OCD than anything else, but this is insane. How in the world do you sell a car? You have a niche that you sell a car to, right? You can't have quality control issues because you're the only dude selling that car. Does that make sense? Yeah. Well, he's 
you know, he's Elon is is competing with car dealerships, with car manufacturers, not car dealerships, but car manufacturers who has unlimited incomes when it comes down to building. So he is kind of we're kind of beta testers almost because it's like, you know, with those companies, they have many years of, of quality control and and they can fix it. But he's coming out fast. You know, right. people want it. That's the other thing. Right. And that's the thing. It's like a self-imposed monopoly, though, where you're just like, I'm going to sell electric cars to people. Mm-hmm. And the people are like, you're the only dude I'm going to deal with. And I want Right? Yep. You can't afford at that point to go, because right when this roof blew off, I guarantee you, right when the, when the story hit, Toyota was like, really? Because we can make roofs that don't blow off. Right. Right? That That's what I'm talking about. You, you can't. You it, It's the dream business situation to be in where you can sell a product that people, they don't look anywhere else. They just buy from you. They really want it. That's the thing, though. So when they really yeah, want right. it, you know it's going to have some bugs. You know it's going to have some, some shit to it. So do you do you say, hey, look, I can't sell it to you right now. But give me about a year and I'll sell it to you because I got to get some kinks out. Or you'd be like, fuck that bitch. Uh, put some damn uh, uh, twisty ties on that. <laughs> put some wood on, 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 the, uh, on, on that little piece under the hood and, and ship it. That's what they did, too. They had this little wooden piece. I forgot what the part was. It was like alternator. It had like a wooden piece with some damn metal wire wrapped around it. <laughs> to hold you know it in what? place you know like get the metal get the wood and get that shit out because <laughs> you can't but say you, know what? you can't tell people you don't you can't sell it to them because people want it right then and you know what they probably won't sue them anyway because they'll be thinking the same thing they'll be like oh you know what it's just a roof right he'll fix it yeah exactly <laughs> and then you know rappers are talking about it you know roof roof off you know what i'm saying drop top so you got a drop top so it's good yep they were like hey close the window you tell a rapper to just rap about <laughs> it and it goes away so the kids were like close they were That's like crazy. they were like close the window because you know they're hearing wind and shit because it's silent in those cars so so they're like oh well uh close the window and then they're like like what window there's no roof <laughs> 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 or the or the moon roof. That's probably what it was. He was trying to open the shut or something, and he was like, "Close the moon roof. There is no roof." He's looking up, and you're looking at the sky and shit, birds and shit flying over you. <laughs> but see, look, I like Tesla so much that I'm gonna go with this is probably a hoax. That's what I'm gonna go with, even though it's real. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe they did something wrong to make the roof come off. Maybe it was their the, fault. You know, I, they, I don't want to say the, it's their fault. They were going too fast. Yeah. Maybe they opened the sunroof too hard. Maybe they pushed the button too hard and the whole shit came off. You're not supposed to push it hard, I guess. Maybe, maybe it was a UFO. Maybe the UFO came on top of them. You know, they abduct people, so... It cut the top off of the damn thing and pulled them out of it and put them back in there and the roof was gone. They forgot to put the roof back on there because they couldn't. Exactly. So I'm thinking it's either it's either a UFO or they opened the sunroof too hard or maybe they had somebody inside kicking the roof. Maybe 
Maybe Justin Gaethje was in the car. You don't know who Justin Gaethje is, but he's a fighter who kicks really hard. Or Jose Aldo, he's a fighter that kicks really hard. Maybe he was in the car kicking the ceiling. (laughs) Maybe the Hulk was in the car. (laughs) Maybe they shouldn't have even been driving it. Maybe. It's their fault. Yeah, maybe they actually, yeah, they should, probably they're driving too fast. Maybe, maybe you're supposed to only drive them 30 miles an hour or something like that. So, (laughs) (laughs) so, but they said that, they said that the Model X, the Model Y is the one with all the quality stuff. And they got a whole bunch of stuff. Yeah, the Y model. That's the one that giving everybody issues. The other ones are, are not as bad. It's just this Y model. Well, is the is the is the Y model the newest one? Yeah, it's kind of new. It's it's their small crossover. Yeah, that's exactly what it is. He's still trying to iron it out, but it's like you said, we're the beta testers, man. It's crazy. Yeah, oh, I, my model that I like is the X model. So if you go to Tesla dot com, you'll see it right on the on the home screen. That's the one I want. That's the X model. Is that the SUV with the butterfly doors? Yes, sir. With the door oh yeah, the yeah, I like that one. Dude. And then I like the Roadster as well. Yeah, the, the new one's supposed to be out in what a year or two? Yeah, two fifty. Bro, you talking zero to sixty? And what do you say? Two seconds? Yeah, it's like crazy. It's in. It's that intense speed. Um, I haven't rode in one, but I, I tell you, a car that I rode in that is um crazy. A a, a Subaru. Which uh, a Subaru uh, um, WRX STI? Man, you ever seen those cars? Yeah, yeah. The it's turbo boxer engine. Yeah, so those cars are uncomfortable. I can't even say the word. But anyway, they are really uncomfortable when you drive oh, yeah. fast. Cause like when okay when you hit the gas on those, it's like pushes you back to the seat. So if you're sitting up off the seat. It's going to slam you back to the seat. And this is like every time you change gears, it's slamming you. Bam, bam, bam. That's how much power that has. And that's how this car has power. It's smoother, but it's gonna, it, it has that power. Because getting to that, fat, that speed in that many seconds, in that, in that few of seconds, you're going to feel that power like that. Scary oh, yeah. power. Dude, the fastest car, and this was uh, three weeks ago, the fastest car I've ever been in was a Porsche 911. And my buddy at work, he he's retiring, and he bought one as his retirement gift. And when I tell you, like, it, it's it, riding that thing is unreal, bro. He went from zero to sixty, and I think it's like three seconds. Right. And it just kept pulling, but it was comfortable. It, it's a weird. It, it would throw you back in the seat, but it wasn't like the the rod wasn't rough at all. But when it just kept pulling, dude, it was just the the craziest thing to feel that thing just keep going. It. And you peek over at the speedometer, and he's hitting 130, 140, and it's still pulling. And he just lets off the gas because he feels like it. That is insane, man. Or when he goes to, like, Sport Plus mode, and the exhaust gets louder, and the car actually stoops down where it's getting, like, ready to go. Yeah. That is insane, man. Yeah. Insane. The Tesla, the Tesla has no gas in it because, you know, you don't have to do no maintenance because it has no engine in it. So the right, front right. of it has a, 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 a what they call a boot or a front trunk. So there's no engine there. So it's right. all torque, all power. So when you hit the gas, yeah. it just gives you everything. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I've heard stories. I've seen video. The one you just seen me, I've seen that. Yeah. It's, they call it ludicrous speed or whatever? Yeah, they got a ludicrous oh, mode on there. Dude, that is scary, man. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. So, so uh, but yeah, some of the stuff they talk about, um, they said that on uh, they have leaking battery cooling. I don't know what that Ooh. is. Scuff marks on them, brand new. Uh, 
the pa- the panels on the inside are not fitting all the way right. Um, they said the big issue is the back seat not attaching to the actual ground part of the seat at the bottom of it. So <laughs> so if somebody broke like hit the brakes real hard or something. I guess your like seat cushion will pop up. It could pop up. So you're like assed out. You just <laughs> you're just rolling around in the back of the car. So I could just see you showing the person that is this seat supposed to actually come out? I mean, you supposed to see all the metal stuff at the bottom? <laughs> paint issues, paint, uh, panels not lining, uh, gaps in the hood line, upholstery issues, seat belt issues. So even a website um, actually posted twenty five uh, a top twenty five list of all the stuff wrong with with the tesla yeah man I've, I've heard issues and it's like you said man he's putting out and that's i don't know if it's right or wrong he's putting out models so fast that because of the demand people want them yeah. you know and well but, he's a it's a small you can't buy a lot of them so you have to wait right. when you buy one you just have to wait because they don't make them as fast as as the big car companies right they might make a hundred thousand of them in a month. They right. They and, don't. And that, I'm sorry. Go ahead. And I said Tesla don't do it. I mean, they don't. They don't have them that fast. Right. Exactly. And then the exact opposite of Toyota, which is like quality and gas guzzling, and they may hang on to a model for twelve or fifteen years before they change it. Yeah. It's the exact opposite. Yeah. You got but, you got dealerships too with those. Oh yeah. So when you when you go buy a Chevy or a Ford or a Nissan or something like that, you go to the dealership to buy it or the franchise dealership to buy it. So they send out all those cars to all the dealerships around the world, so they build more of them. But Tesla's an online only. There's no Tesla dealership. Right. Right. right exactly. It's direct to and, the consumer. And, yeah. And I read something when he first got started. The uh, the other car manufacturers were like, "We got to cut him out somehow." So they wouldn't, they signed some kind of agreement within the states to be like, you know what, you can't sell your product here. So that's why you had to go all the way to California to get your Tesla or have it shipped to you. And then that's why they had to have a tech or two in a state where you had to get repairs. That's, that's crazy, man. Mm-hmm. It's so anti-competition. It's, it's insane. Yeah. And then they got the solar panel roofs and everything and, and all that stuff too. Yeah. Yeah. They're getting better, man. Yeah. I'm cool. I, I, I want to. But you know, the crazy part is we compete with everything. I mean, not compete with everything. We have like utility companies that don't want solar to be out, you know, and they have, and what what Tesla is trying to do is make the cheapest solar panels in America. Right. Right. And do you know if you have enough solar panels on your, on your, on your roof, you know, some people install their own solar panels. It gets to the point where your, your uh, electricity bill goes the other way. (laughs) Where they owe you money. They owe you money, (laughs) which they don't want to owe people money. Right. But really we should be where we can not even have to rely on electricity. If something goes wrong in your house, your house should still be able to function based on solar panels and, and a main system that holds all the energy. Right. That's the thing. We have the sun. It's going to be lit for another billion years. Why not use it? But, you know, people want money, right? Like You got the utility companies that need it. Unless they can get, like right now, uh, gas, the only reason electricity, I mean, electric cars are going to boom now is because the people who owned all the gas, which is only a mm-hmm. small portion of people who control all that, they got into 
into the electric business. Exactly. And have you seen that special on uh, it's the History Channel? The uh, what is it? The Fathers of Our Nation, or uh, hold on, hold on. Uh, let's see. Um, I, I, you t- what does it talk about? Like oil and stuff. Yeah, Makers of America or something like that. Well, I remember that one interview back back in back uh, when they had those trials for the people in the oil companies and stuff. And they asked that guy how much I, I still remember this. They only showed it one time. I, I, I haven't seen it again. But they asked that guy, how much do you make in uh, oil or something like that? Right. In gas or something. And the mm-hmm. guy didn't want to answer it. And then they kept pressing them and pressing them. And he said. Nineteen thousand dollars a second. Yeah, yep. That's, That's how insane, much they bro. make. And, 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 and he said nineteen thousand dollars a second. And that you have enough money to lobby Congress and lobby whoever the hell you want because you're making twenty grand a, a second. Yeah. 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 The documentary, The Men Who Built America. Yep. All based on oil, right? It's based on uh, Ford, Rockefeller, Carnegie, Morgan, and Vanderbilt. Mm-hmm. How these five dudes basically cornered the market and whatever they dealt with. And it's a great documentary. You know, it's, of course, all white guys, but it's like them cornering the market and getting their way. And they shaped America like through oil, through uh, um, automation, you know, with Henry Ford, J.P. Morgan in the banking in- industry. It, it, it's insane, man. It's insane. bro. And it goes all the way back early 1800s. Like, yeah, these guys making their mark, you know, making a ton of money. And still to this day have businesses named after them and in their graves still making money. You know, it's crazy. Yeah, that just that, you know, people call it conspiracy theories and all this. But but there anybody, you know, who has money, there's somebody above them that has more money than them. That's got got them in there. You know what I'm saying? Like you see an NBA player, he's making this amount of money or NFL. Well, there's the owners as well. Then there's people who probably own the the whole thing you know what i'm saying so it's always higher levels of people who make more money and then when you get to those high levels you never know how much they make oh no you won't know no 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 and then and like i said the people who do the oil they got into the electric business not too long ago i don't know what day they got in there but they got in there now they're like okay our hands are in it y'all can do the electric now right right yeah and and that's it goes kind of hand in hand because the factories who churn out the electricity, they need fuel from somewhere. Mm-hmm. So oil, fossil fuels. I mean, mm-hmm. I don't know. You got to watch that, though. The Men Who Built America. It's a great series. Great series. And that concludes this week's episode of The Rando Podcast. You can reach us at therandopodcast1 at gmail.com. And just remember, we're not professionals. We're just giving it our best. Our opinions. And if you don't like it, we probably don't like it either. See you next week. <laughs>